live from the Caltech studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech studios. Now, here's Mike. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Welcome to another week of Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? How is everybody? Doing, doing well, real good. You. Doing all right. We uh, let's, let's go. Let's go right down the list. Let's welcome back the crew. I want to do a little bit. I want to you know, welcome everybody. Thank everybody for uh, for joining us today on this July Fourth, our Independence Day. Uh, let's uh, let's go down. The, let's go down the room. We have on my right, my right hand man, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone, ladies and gentlemen. His name is Earl. Doctor Corbett, approved. Oh yeah, all sounds good. Happy Independence Day, everyone. Thank you, Earl. Thank you. I know, listen, it was a tough move getting everybody in here for the live show, but I thought it would really be neat to do a live show on Independence Day and oh, talk yes. about the topic oh, yes. we had. Definitely. It wasn't that hard. Uh, <laughs> you just said be here, and I was like, okay. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I don't have to barbecue? Um, yes, it's good. Also joining us today is the courtroom assassin himself. Please welcome back to the Legal Ninja, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. How was your week going? <laughs> you know... Oh wait, I'm, I'm sorry. How was your work week going? It's, it's a it's, <laughs> it was Let's be baby specific. mama, baby daddy drama to the nth degree last week. Good, good, good. That's a good week for a lawyer, though. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. Depends like, on your definition of good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What does is mean? <laughs> what is the definition of is is? Speaking of lawyers, let's bring in the next one. The uh, your, your courtroom assassin, uh, your, samurai sidekick. The samurai sidekick yeah. to the to the courtroom assassin, yeah. Mr. Alec. Oh, and now is it Mr. Alec Weber or is it Alec Weber Esquire? Yes. Uh, well, here he is. Flip a coin. Whichever sounds fancier at the time. He broke. Here it comes. Oh, my God. And we're bringing him up. Ah, there we yeah. go. And then we bring him down. <laughs> he, he lost control of the board. <laughs> So, Alec, it was a good week. It was a baby mama week, and I'm again talking about work. <laughs> yes. Definitely <laughs> talking about work. <laughs> Not funny. Uh, Kevin, we did this last year. We we, we, we uh, f- took a few excerpts from the Declaration of Independence. Um, it, it's my belief that this could possibly very well be one of the strongest sentences ever ever published, ever written. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Nothing says bam like that sentence. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, 
You, you have okay, King George. We're not even going <laughs> to let you get to the fourth paragraph. <laughs> well, we're going to punch you in the face right now. Part of the problem with that is that at the time, you lived by the leave of your sovereign. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he said, uh, you know what, it's your wedding night, I get to uh, I get to spend the night with your wife. Yeah, you could, yes. He, he did that. Right. Uh, to tell them, you know what, you're not in charge of me anymore, I report to one supreme being, and that's the Lord God, and that's all, uh, is a great way to encourage him to come by your house and hang you by the neck until you are dead, which was what I think Mr. Franklin pointed out to them, was that we will either hang together or we will most certainly each hang separately. Uh, That was a very dangerous thing to say. It was a very dangerous thing to say. But if you think about it, it's sort of like jumping out of an aircraft with a parachute. You either jump out or you don't jump out. You can't sort of parachute. And by taking the steps they took, they drug the rest of the country into declaring independence, whether they liked it or not. Yeah, this this was it. This was this was a, this was there was a sense of finality. Yep. Um, and if uh, if this didn't go their way, they uh, like Jefferson said, uh, and we we shall either hang together no, or we shall. Franklin. Jefferson. Franklin. 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 Ash. Franklin. Okay. Well, like he said, <laughs> somebody important. <so laughs> uh, if we uh, if we do not uh, hang together, together, we shall surely hang separately. Yes. So this Which was is what uh, I just said a minute ago, but you were busy. <laughs> I was reiterating what you said. <laughs> he is so busy in here sometimes. He's so busy. Mm-hmm. The uh, this was this was treason, like you said. It, absolutely. This was you know if we're not if we're not uh, committed if we're not done if we're not gonna, we're not carrying this through to the end we are we're dead. It it, yep. it was it, win or die. If there was a word stronger than treason, that's what it was. It, uh, well, they didn't have, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> you know, they didn't have bye, Felicia? No, no, in your face. None of that was going on. <laughs> no talk then. to the hand? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they gave them, they gave them that. Um, I do want to end it with, it with how they ended the Declaration of Independence. Let me give this to you. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, in general Congress, assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do, in the name and by authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states, they have power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to all other acts and things which independent states may be of right do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance as the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives and fortunes and our sacred honor. And that's ex- absolutely what they did. They they pledged their lives to each other at that point. Because <laughs> they uh, when they said, we have the power to... Uh, uh, Levy peace and uh, excuse me, levy war. That's exactly what they that's, did. That's <laughs> they, they picked a fight this, with the with the most advanced military force on the planet. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Yeah. This was was quite amazing. Was quite this, amazing. This is like Bosnia going, "Hey, United States, your mama." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're 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 done with you. Yeah. 
And uh, except keep in mind, though, these people had been living as Americans for more than a hundred years. Yes. They, yeah. A lot of them didn't think of. I mean, they've never been to England. They didn't know anybody who was English. No, there was three, I mean, four generations. What, Massachusetts was, Bay Colony was, what, 1574? Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they had grown up. Their parents had been Americans. Their grandparents had been Americans. A lot of them didn't identify as British subjects. Correct. I mean, they, they were British subjects, but they didn't identify themselves yeah, as Yeah, you know, some that were loyalists, and then, uh, yeah, you know... Tories. Yeah, <laughs> some that uh, were, were saw as patriots here with the... Declaration of Independence. All right, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Some pretty good stuff when we get back. We'll see you after the break. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Oh, uh, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo this is the original, the Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off.
listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. And this segment of Armstrong Radio is brought to you by SendMeAmmo.com. SendMeAmmo.com. Brought, brought, brought to you by SendMeAmmo.com. I love it. I just got another box. Just got another box. Saw the saw the notification earlier this week and just got another box of uh, 380 and 45 in the mail. Love those guys at SendMeAmmo.com. Hey, Earl, how can the good people get a hold of us here at the old Arms Room Radio? Oh, we have a plethora of ways. They can give us a call directly here into the studios, 407-774-8255. That's 407-774-TALK. They can send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. They can send us an email, radio at armsroom.com. And I always like saving your favorite for last. They can send us a tweet on Twitter, at armsroomradio. I love the Twittergrams. Those are the best. Mm-hmm. Or the tweet, the tweet face. The tweet, the my tweets. The my tweets, those are the best ones. Hey, um, I went another week without being suspended from Twitter. So Yay. did you actually make any posts? I did. I made a couple of posts. So evidently, I'm 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 slacking. Yeah, I'm um, very disappointed in you. I, I you listen. I just I just need somebody. Give me somebody. Give me their home address or something. How, how, do, how do you how do you stay relevant in the media today without getting thrown off Twitter? I do a lot of retweets. He was. Uh-huh. You're, you're, I don't even know what that means. Wait, actually, Mike, Mike is relevant. <laughs> exactly. <Ooh. laughs> exactly. Well, they exactly. say that about Brittany, and you know, so I just thought you thought it was it seemed appropriate. Yeah, Brittany. Who's that? See, <laughs> see, it's not relevant anymore. See, so you point. Not until she does it again. You know, she's like 35 now, right? <laughs> I don't care how old she is. <laughs> yeah, it's true. At your age, uh, it doesn't matter. She is 33. I and know, he knows that right off the top of his head because he celebrates her birthday. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to go that far, but uh, I remember when I was in high school. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was in high school, too. Conway Twitty was like nine. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Keep it up. Keep it up. Had to wind up the Victrola. <laughs> no, baby. All music was live back then. <laughs> and when we had chamber music, it wasn't a 308. <laughs> oh, back yeah. then it was 30 out 6. Yeah, it was 30 out 6. That's gun humor right there. <laughs> hey, uh, we've got some guests joining us in studio today. We, uh, we, we did not discuss. The shooting at the South Carolina church in Charleston that occurred back on, uh, it's about, about two weeks ago now. Up, I think it was June 18th was the shooting, if I recall off the top of my head. Um, I don't I don't remember. Um, uh, joining us uh, I- I today is a, uh, a deacon from his church. Um, his name is Paul. We, we call him Deacon Paul. He is a uh, firearms... Aficionado, appreciatist, a uh, supporter. Supporter, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Firearm supporter. Uh, oh, you said hoarder for a second. Hoarder. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hoarder. Buddy, if you think you're hoarding, you ain't even close. <laughs> He's working on it though. He's trying. He's trying. He is a uh, Paul. You have a, I believe concealed weapons permit, don't you? You're, yes, you're a concealed carry holder. Okay. Um, the we we brought Paul in. Paul's a Paul's a friend of the program. We've known Paul for a couple of years, uh, and and we know that uh, 
uh, Paul is a part of the Second Amendment community like the rest of us. Uh, also joining me is, I don't know, we didn't discuss the name we were going to call him, did we? Um, Does he get a super secret special we're, yeah, name? Yeah, we're going with Secret Sean. That's what we're going to call him. Secret Sean. Secret Sean. Yep, that uh, works. It's, it's, <laughs> and he spells it the right way. Just so, so Secret Sean. Secret Sean and I were... Uh, we've known each other about 15 years. Sean is... Uh, My hat's off to you, Sean. Sean, <laughs> Sean, Sean is... Uh, um, we, we have some, some similarities. Um, both the father of law, law enforcement uh, parents, although before or after Sean's father was in law enforcement for, let's say, Marine Corps, then a city cop, then a state trooper, then he's now a minister. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so, so Sean's got uh, that background, um, that knowing that... Uh, uh, growing up in both sides, growing up in the the law enforcement side with the firearm, and then and then, and I'm I'm guessing your father probably stayed pretty conservative. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. He's a realist, but there you go. Okay, but, yeah. all right. Uh, and so Sean's here, and we were going to discuss the uh, the Charleston shooting. Um, oh, I, I, it is radio, uh, so people just in case anybody doesn't know sean is also a black man okay it is it's we're on the radio and you have to tell people those things otherwise they're like well why is this why is his opinion you know yeah why is secret sean so special why is secret sean so special no, um change my voice <laughs> the um so so in, in addition to what to, like a girl's what do, you, what do you mean change well, your voice in addition to being a second amendment supporter in addition to being this, the son of a law enforcement officer son of a minister sean also has the 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 uh, the perspective that none of us else in the room have being uh, you know, from getting it from the uh, um, the black side of the, the the argument, hearing that or or understanding it, appreciating it more than we do. I don't know what I'm talking about. Right, I'm just... <laughs> a different perspective. Yeah, yeah there works. Different yeah. perspective. Yeah. Well, he's taller than me too, so that's a difference. Yeah, that's not that's we're not a big thing. Though. A lot of people are taller than you. Than you. <laughs> Everybody's taller than me. That's true. Now, yeah. and you know, in your younger days, you were taller. I was. I was. It's that whole, wow, we invented parachutes now, and you don't have to just land. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it sounds Makes like you a, shorter fast. Sounds like a tail to me. Sounds like osteoporosis to me. <laughs> the, uh... Kevin needs a, a calcium supplement. <laughs> I am taking a calcium supplement. <laughs> I drop I drop Rolades into alcohol. There you and go. Dissolve them so that, because, you, you know, go. my teeth are so sore from being old that I can't chew them. So, yeah. <laughs> like, you guys are hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Paul, uh, Deacon Paul, guns in church, what do you think? I I think that guns in church is a good thing as long as um, it's not just a, got to be responsible with it everywhere you go anyway. Right. Uh, I, don't, I don't go to church and start, you know, look at the gun tricks I can do. That's you know, right. I'm not... I'm not. Let me let me shoot the the wafer out of the the pastor's hand. You know, I'm not doing that. Well, I believe that uh, bad people will try anywhere and everywhere they can. So protecting of my family and those that I do love is important to me. So that's why I do carry is for that reason. There are 25. The data was about six months old, and I know we just came through a uh, July 1st. Many of the laws changed, but they haven't been updated yet. Uh, as of six months ago, there are 25 states that, if you have a, if you're allowed to have a concealed firearm or allowed to have a open carry firearm, 25 states ban firearms in church. Uh, 25 uh, say it's okay. So you've got 25 states that are saying churches are a kill zone. 
and, I, and I'm sorry, but we, I think we all agree on this, a gun-free zone is a target-rich environment. Thank you. It's a, it's a, it's a killing field. It's, it's like hunting at a petting zoo. <laughs> yeah, yes. The, I, I know this, the state of Florida says uh, churches, they're, they're not on the list. Church, it's okay in Florida. You can, you can conceal in a church. I, I, you know, we talked about this uh, when we decided we were going to bring this subject up. You know, I carry everywhere except when I go into the courthouse uh, because I get really upset when I try to carry in the courthouse. Um, but there are there are two occasions where I up my armament, and that is when I go to weddings and when I go to funerals. I carry more firepower on my person when I go to those two events than I carry on my day-to-day carry because I have seen too many high emotional events take place during those two events. And I'm not going to take my family to one of those places and not be prepared for something catastrophic to happen. Now let's point out though, Kevin does hang out at a lot of mob weddings and a lot of mob yeah, funerals. That's true, that's true. Just yeah. for the business I, purpose. Yeah, well, you know? <laughs> yeah, as I think everyone has already ascertained, Alec, my samurai sidekick, is married to my oldest child. That would be high emotion right there. <laughs> I couldn't in 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 uh, in the apparel I was being required to wear during that event when he married my oldest daughter. There was no way for me to carry a firearm. Well, you, you he, mean a, you like a shotgun. Thinking, right? well, no, I, I had a shotgun. Okay. That was, so I brought armed security <laughs> to his wedding. I was just going to say, he brought, a, he brought an army. I, I did. I, I had, I had a unit, An army of ninjas. I had a unit of ninjas there just to make sure that nobody did anything that was not appropriate. And I'll offer that service to anybody else that's getting married that you don't want to carry while you're actually in the ceremony. But... If you were considering smoking a cigarette during your wedding vows, don't call me. I, I don't think that's appropriate. And I've gone to too many weddings where both the groom and the bride were smoking. It's like, that's weird, guys. It's not. I, I can't recall a wedding that I didn't have a, a firearm. And, and again, I, I just can't recall a time that I didn't have it. If, I, if I'm legally allowed to carry it, I'm, I've, I'm legally carrying it. And again, it's just like uh, uh, Deacon Paul said, it's, it's about... Always being prepared to defend your family. It doesn't matter where it is, whether it's at a wedding, whether it's at the church, whether it's at the mall. I know, Sean, I carried at your wedding. Yeah, I hope that's all right now. You know, so, several yeah. years later. <laughs> but several years later, oh, I felt like way. I assumed as much. <laughs> we well, you figured you were dressed. So. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, that's usually the way you can tell if I'm carrying a fire. Well, you know what you Kevin started on? to say, or you know, he, he he's to some places he only places he doesn't carry. I really thought he was going hot tub. <laughs> no, really no, 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 no. I have, a, I have. That's what yep. the leather shoulder holster is no, for. No. <laughs> if you, if you, you will find. You know, the the law is you have to keep it encased. Yes. In, in and it has to be in a case that's zippered or unzipped. So I carried a thirty eight in a ziploc bag to the hot tub. It's <laughs> not a problem. No, laugh, laugh. Vacuum seal that thing. It'll still shoot. It's fine. Sometimes your guns need a good steam cleaning, so everything works out well. Yeah. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. We'll see you after the break. Coming to you live from the Caltech Studios.
With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Tunisia's president's declared a state of emergency in response to a second deadly attack on foreigners in three months. In a nationwide televised address Saturday, President Nassibi said the country's not safe and risks collapse from further extremist attacks. Syrian elite forces backed by Hezbollah fighters are laying siege to a rebel-held mountain resort near the border with Lebanon. Syria's air forces have been conducting intense airstrikes in Zabadani, which has been held by rebels since shortly after Syria's crisis began in March of 2011. Officials say nine people uh, suffered minor burns during an accident at a fireworks show in Colorado Friday night. A malfunction caused a fireworks shell to explode in its tube rather than firing into the sky. And NASCAR black flagging Donald Trump over his comments about Hispanics. Officials say they won't hold their end of season awards ceremony at the Trump National Doral in Miami. This is SRN News. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off this is the original the Keltec p3at with six game-changing innovations it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made others may look like it but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance it turned competitors into copycats innovation performance Keltec. see the p3at in action at youtube slash Keltec weapons Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. 
You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Keltec Studios online right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A dot com. Thank you to our friends at GunTech USA. Kevin, I see you're wearing your GunTech watch there. Listen, we gave one away two, three weeks ago. Uh, Austin in New York, was that yes, right, Earl? upstate New York. Um, if, uh, if you haven't seen these GunTech watches, get on there to GunTechUSA.com. I think it's on the SWAG I believe so. Yeah, yes. it's on the it's on the swag page or the swag tab, and you can see these watches. They're uh, they're listen. They told me a little secret. I'm I'm not supposed to tell you. They are they're made at the same place G-Shock watches are made. That's all I'm you're saying. Gonna Dude, you're not supposed there. to tell. I'm just I'm not you're just not telling you. To I'm tell. telling you. You know, it says gun on it, so I hope he doesn't get in trouble. Because he is in New York. Ooh. True. Yeah, says, that's true. Says, well, he's in upstate, so it's okay up there. He's, yeah, yeah. He's de- well, I I could be off on upstate. But I'm pretty sure he's at least outside the city. Good for him. Good for him. Unless he's looking for good pizza. Then he's You're not even allowed to say the word G-U-N and <laughs> mixed company no, there. not at all. It's like Voldemort. Can't say it. No. Well, you can. You just have to say give them room. And <laughs> That's the them... other city. That's oh, the other city. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, we're talking about the the un, uh, the 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 loser. I want to call him. We're, we haven't talked about him yet. We want to talk about the loser. I, I would use the, the word coward. Coward. Yeah. Alleged. Coward. Coward. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Dylan. Dylan Roof. Yeah. Yeah. Alleged. Alleged shooter. No. Uh, alleged loser. Oh, alleged loser. Yeah. 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 <laughs> alleged. Um, uh, uh, Dylan Roof, who storm roof, <laughs> who went to the the church in South Carolina in Charleston and sat with him. What was it for? Almost two hours. Yeah. Sat with him. And, and, and he, he said he almost decided not to kill them. Uh, th- clearly, this guy's a this guy's a whack job. This guy's a this guy's in, this guy's a moron. This guy's an idiot. This guy's a a, a racist uh, piece of garbage. Um, he he's such a racist piece of garbage that he reached out to white supremacy groups and they went, "You're a racist piece of garbage. <laughs> We're not letting you join. You're nuts. You're 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 crappy. Get away from us." Uh, that there are others he may have mentioned this to. This came out within the past day. Others that he may have mentioned this to. I just thought this guy was, you know, a whack job, so didn't do anything about it. And then he ended up, um, he ended up going and killing these nine innocent people, including you know eight uh, parishioners and and the one the one pastor there. Um, yeah, I, you know, Sean, I think you said it uh, during the break. It's um, it's it's. And that's where the best radio happens, by the way, is yeah, during the break. When we come a, up with come up with our ideas. He's a coward. Yeah, classic. Classic case of an individual who wants to do something like this when people are have the guard down completely. The only way you could have your guard down more is to be in the shower, except for our friend. Except for me, He's yeah. probably back in yeah, the shower. Yeah, <laughs> shower in the dark, uh, perhaps in El Salvador. You know? uh, <laughs> it's in a Ziploc bag. In a Ziploc bag, yes. I remember that weekend, and I was armed. <laughs> he, was, he was armed. Stub nose. Keeps it on the shelf right next to the shampoo. Yes, yes. Uh, it or them. It's a, it's a Model 7, <laughs> so it won't rust. <laughs> it's a, that's it. Porcelain frame. Porcelain frame. Uh, Paul, how, how long does a shooter last in, in, the, in the Church of Paul? 
No, not Paul. At Paul's church. Where Paul's, where, where Paul's Paul. a deacon. Paul's not, the church. Church Paul. Yeah, was, not the church of Paul. Not the church yeah. of Paul. Not the church of Paul. I know that there are more than myself that carry. So for that to be, I would imagine it be not a best decision for them. Yeah, the deacon's uh, got backup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like somebody once said, uh, you bring your friends with guns? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's, that's, what's that, the number two rule of a gunfight? There bring, you go. Bring your friends? Yeah, number one's bring a gun. Number two is bring <laughs> friends with guns. Bring friends with guns. There you go. Um, this, uh, the, the minister there, uh, oh, Clementa Pink- Pinkney, Pinkney, I, and I, I'm really trying not to mispronounce his name wrong. He was also a state senator there in South Carolina. He, uh, I believe it was just in the last year, voted against, as a state senator, uh, voted against allowing of firearms to be in churches. Uh, this would have been as a you know as a, as if you were a legal if you were a legal carrier of a firearm whether it be concealed or open carry he voted against that um, this was a uh, an Emmanuel AME church this which is a traditionally black church um, they there were no firearms there we know that now there were no firearms nobody in there had a firearm the pastor did not have a firearm the only one that had the firearm was the coward who went in and killed people. Um, Paul, we know there's none in, there's no chance of this happening at, at, at the church where, where, where you're the deacon, just because of the the way you've grown up and the way your, your parishioners have grown up. Well, I wouldn't say there's no chance of an individual taking advantage and trying to do that. Would, it, would they be confronted? Yes, they would definitely be confronted uh, because that's, that is the way that I was raised up. Uh, looking to protect yourself, our government taking these laws and trying to make more people more dependent on them and remove that protection, I still believe that you need that protection yourself, and then they can be your backup. See, now, thank you. Now, South Carolina is, um, I want to say it's a lot like Florida with the gun laws. It's a pretty liberal state as far as gun laws go. Liberal as far as allowing you to have guns and allowing you to have concealed weapons. It's not a New York. It's not a Chicago. It's not a. It's not a. Uh, a California. Um, yet, yet at, at this church, there there were no firearms, and, and just so happened the leader of the church voted against firearms. I, I, I don't know. I mean, this it's, it doesn't seem like this should have happened in South Carolina, uh, and I and I don't know I don't know why it did. Um, Sean, I don't know much about AME churches, and I don't expect you do either. You didn't grow up in an AME church. I went to one for a couple of years. Okay. We lived, where we lived, and they're not that much different from, uh, they're not that much different from a Baptist church. Okay. Some of the um, teachings and so on, but is it, is it because it's an AME church? Is it is it just a you know more peaceful? You know, we don't we we don't confront at all, or not necessarily. It's it people just aren't thinking that at a you know what I mean. Let's say that it happened at another church in the vicinity in recent years. Okay. Same thing, similar thing. You might have somebody in there who's thinking that way, but they're not thinking that way. And I think it was didn't it occur during like Bible study, so it wasn't a full. You're right. It wasn't, wasn't a full service. Full service. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they have maybe they have law enforcement or something like that on their Sunday services or whatever. I mean, I think there's some different variables there, but you're just not thinking that. If you're there and and, and you're focused on. You know, trying to get your soul right, you're not thinking that some guy you let in is going to do that. They're just not thinking that way. Yeah, your 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 feeling is everyone that wants to come in and congregate and take part of fellowship 
has good intentions in their heart. Right, right. And that was my my question was more of I guess on the the, the AME church and and, mm-hmm. and their and their in their teachings. Um, I, you know, we all know eye for an eye, and we all know uh, you know turn the other cheek. I was just curious if they had taken it to a more extreme with saying. Uh, uh, you know, not a, a peaceful religion. We, you know, we're like a a, a Buddhist st- style where we don't raise hands to anybody ever. No, you know, I didn't know if that was the reason they didn't have a church. No, or, we didn't have a firearm in a church. And you're right that there'd been nothing around that area, so there was no, there was no heightened threat. There was no, oh my goodness, this has gone on over at such and such a church. We need to have a guard, or those of you that carry, the the pastor gives you permission to carry uh, in the church. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think it's a race issue. I don't think the reason the nine people in this church weren't carrying guns was because they were black. That's not what I, I get, excuse me. That's not what I get from this. Mm-hmm. Am I, am I, am I seeing that one which, which from part? your perspective that the reason there was no firearm in that church is because they were black. I don't, no. I don't get that feeling. No, I don't think that's it. I, I, I I'm with you. I don't, I don't believe it's because they were, they were black. I think it's because these folks that go to this church are probably folks who haven't encountered that kind of threat. Um, you know, if you went and picked it apart, individual, you know, down to each person, you'd probably find folks who haven't encountered this level. And to some folks, it's foreign, I believe. Right. Some folks, look, this is complete opposite end of the spectrum with an individual that would come into your church and shoot you. Yeah. That's, that's way out there for some folks. Some folks can get there a lot faster and say, okay, i got to come up with a plan for this. But a lot of folks, that's way on the other side of the spectrum. No, you're right. This is that uh, that that Wednesday night church crowd that uh, has gone for Bible study or, or gone for for you know overtime looking for overtime at church. Um, <laughs> Not just the usual Sunday morning. Right, right, exactly. These usually are... Wednesday nights are set up strictly for a study, so usually it's a small core of individuals that are there anyway. It's a lot less than a Sunday morning or Sunday evening even. It's usually core members are going on Wednesday. You really committed folks, not That's the right. folks that are going because. You know, mom and dad took them for 20 years. Right. You know, these are folks that are committed. These are people that I'm betting every one of them knew each other. This wasn't a first time mm-hmm. gathering. This right. is the Wednesday night at the church. This is this is the this is like you said, the core group that want to want to study and learn more together. Interesting, interesting. Okay, you're listening to Arms Room Radio. More about this when we get back. Uh, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. How was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in a carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. 
Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is the original. The Keltech P3AT. With six game changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltech. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltech Weapons. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Kevin, you just you just had a really interesting observation. Thank you. Uh, and it was. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. Must not have been that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was pointing out to Sean that uh, I, I've been carrying a firearm for a very, very long time. And, and I carried a firearm that was a cap and ball configuration <laughs> when I was a child. And it's not because that's that old man. <laughs> Guys, I swear. I didn't say it, a word. It, it was because it was not considered a firearm, and so I could acquire it. And one of the things that I remember having a conversation with my pastor was that he didn't think it was appropriate for me to carry that to church because it was sacrilegious. It was a blasphemy to come into the house of the Lord armed to the teeth because I was supposed to be coming there to try to be peaceful. I was supposed to be learning, but I came in expecting there to be trouble and that I knew everyone else there wasn't expecting trouble. And so not only did I have to worry about defending myself, I had to worry about defending everybody else in the church with me. And, and Sean had an interesting observation with regards to what I said about that. This is where you start talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're up. Well, they're, not, they're not radio personalities Mike. like Mike. 
when timing's off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but what, what, we're, what I'm thinking is that the individual that's sitting in church is, is thinking about, you know, getting their soul right. They're, some folks in church are going to be thinking about, and again, I don't consider myself a spokesman for all black people. I don't consider myself a spokesman for all folks that are going to church. Certainly Why not folks in Charleston. But there, there's a lot that's going on in folks' minds right now. And there's some folks that were probably on the fence about bringing a gun that might have tipped over. There are some folks that are thinking about, okay, now it's not just a, the thought of what might happen to me at church or take it back. Maybe, they're not thinking about what might happen to them on the way, stopping at a gas station or, or stopping somewhere. Now they're thinking about what could be happening to them while they're sitting there, you know, listening to the word. There's a few folks that are that are that, that's going on in their minds right now. So I think a lot of folks want to get there and they look at that as the last place where they can be to be at peace and not have to worry about that. And that's kind of taken away. But again, does it have to do anything with black, white? No, uh, that, that's just reality. You got individuals out there that are on the edge and they're falling over and now you're going to deal with them in your face in pretty much the last place you had, you know, sanctuary. So. Paul, that's, it's, it's, I mean, have you seen more now? I mean, it's only, it's been two weeks have, um, and I, and I know the people of your church, you may not know you're carrying concealed at the moment, but they know you're a, a, a second amendment supporter. Have they, has anybody reached out to you? There's been a couple that have talked about it and I know that they do carry also. Uh, but where, where I go to church is a little bit different than a lot of people, places. We're not in the big city. Right. We're out. So it's a little bit different di- uh, dynamic there with, hey, they, when they're driving home, you never know what you're going to come across. Open roads, some people break down. Uh, you want that little bit of protection anyway. So it was. it's really not an issue or even a thought that, hey, I'm going to be carrying it at church because that's just, the way the lifestyle is, that if I'm in the car, if I'm out of the house, it's on me. So maybe some of those people now that did not carry into the church out of respect for what what a pastor told them years back, uh, maybe now they they carry it into the church. You know, like you said, I want it with me as I'm traveling back and forth to church because, you know, I'm stopping at the 7-Eleven. I'm stopping, uh, you know, at the stoplight, and I don't know what kind of, you know, crazy idiot's going to pull up next to me at the stoplight. Uh, but I left, I'd leave it typically in the car. So I did not have to worry about it in the church out of respect. Again, for whatever reason, I felt the respect for the church or for the minister like Kevin had. It was because you were, that's what you were taught as a young man. Well, that's what he tried to teach me. That conversation <laughs> I had with he and the youth minister uh, ended up with both of them carrying a firearm in church um and they got converted that were well, they scared yeah. of you <laughs> well you know what if they're afraid of me and they carry and they're watching the door because you know everybody else is watching them um that's not necessarily a bad thing you know i i i think i convinced him and that was a really long time ago guys i mean that was really really long time ago um captain bull that <laughs> that uh that they realized that as far out in, in the boonies as we were, it was probably not a bad idea to have something around. If, if you think of it as a tool as opposed to evil, some people see a gun laying on the table and the word evil pops in their mind because it's only in their mind associated with evil. But if you think of it as a tool for you to get home safely, 
a tool for you to not end up on a on one of the many TV shows that talk about dead people all the time because <laughs> of the investigations. If you think of it as a tool to do that, it's easy for you to get across that, you know, that tipping point. But um, some folks, no matter what, they can shoot up a church every week, and there's some folks that are still not going to bring one in, and there's some folks that are going to go cross that line and say, you know what, i got to take this into my own hands. So they're going to struggle with it, but that's, you know, it's not our fight. I mean, we didn't go as far as to say, okay, we're going to meet for Bible study on Wednesday night, and we're going to talk about placement of where everybody sits so that we get overlapping fields of fire. <laughs> we, we didn't go that far. But, you know, yeah. they, they, there were more people probably within the year of my starting to attend that church that were armed than there were before I started in that church. Yeah. I mean, just because you're in church, I don't think it stops the what-if game. No. You should, the, you should continue the, to, how do I defend myself? It probably escalates the what-if game because Correct. we've already said that gun-free zones create target-rich environments. And that's not what... My church is a very loving church. It's not that we have a, there, there any kind of problem. But at the same time, we're not ignorant enough to know that, hey, we're in the doors and we're completely safe. I believe that God does offer that great protection that he has. But at the same time, he gives you enough wisdom to know what we need to do to protect our families. Outstanding. Excellent point. Excellent point. The this and again we, we talked about Sean started to bring it up this is the tool. This was this was not the gun went into the church and killed nine people. This this was not the Confederate flag went into the church with a gun and killed nine people. This was uh this was evil walking around with a gun. Uh and if he hadn't walked around with a gun, he would have driven through a a, a crosswalk at the school. He he would have found a way to have uh to kill nine people. At the- Gas can and a road flare. He would have found some way to do harm to others because that was the only thing he was trying to accomplish. He wanted to do harm to others. He wanted to make himself famous. Yeah. If if he wanted to change minds, it's a, it's a short short analysis to get there to understand that you're not going to change minds by doing that. So, again, like you said, he had one purpose. The Buddhist monks tried to change minds by setting themselves on fire. Maybe he should have tried that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would have that would have worked out well better. But then he would he wasn't he wasn't that much of a coward, yeah. or he was too much of a coward to do that. There actually, go. there we yeah. go. Exactly right. Well, he's not committed. He's an uncommitted coward. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's looking to make a point. Just doesn't want to want any pain for himself. Right. You know. And now he gets to now he gets to be on TV walking around, and uh, we get to we get to listen to the entire. Well, he's seen the precedent. <laughs> yeah, the, the precedent's there. You know the. the do something extremely horrible, and then sit in court and let other people fight your battle for you. Yep. I mean, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Where's the deterrence hey. in that? Hey. As, as Alex trying to point out, easy there. That's a classic. He's done quit preaching, going to Medlin. <laughs> yeah, this this uh, this fool, this coward, uh, went after. But after nine people, he, he said, and I, I don't have the quote in front of me, but he said something along the lines of, they were so nice to him that he almost did kill them. Uh, he should have gone by the ISIS reception center. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, listen, if anybody uh, if anybody has these thoughts of uh, they want to go to a church and they want to shoot people up, whether that be a white church, black church, or a, you know, a Klingon church, I don't care. 
come on Couple. come on down to um, 1904 80s Colonial Drive in Orlando at the uh, the ISIS slash evil do gooder or, or evil doer uh, reception, reception station at the arms room <laughs> and Matt and Mike are working today a couple of veterans and they'll uh, they'll help you through your through your troubling times transition yes it's called a transition yes. 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 Yes, you'll see the light. They they need a little probably yes. several yeah. flashes yeah, of that right. light. A couple. <laughs> probably several flashes of that light in your direction. So, uh, although with Matt's, you won't hear it. No, no. no. He he's a fan of the suppressors. He does. He's he has very tender ears, and he's trying to keep them that exactly, way. Exactly, exactly. The uh, yeah, he listens to you talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He does. From does, a distance. Does, <laughs> Does the Confederate flag have anything to do with this? The the ridiculousness going on. We have a minute left. Are we are we are we blowing this out of proportion? What 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 do we? What? I think we're looking at one more person who doesn't have an original thought and has got to find something to hang it on to and say, well, I'm going to use this and I'm going to throw this out there because I'm fighting for this and probably doesn't know the history of it. I saw something about him flunking out of the ninth grade or something like that on the on media, whatever. So you're not talking to somebody who's got all the facts. No. And he's gonna he's gonna bring something that stood for something not evil. He's gonna tie it to evil and then throw it out there and you know, so just... we, we talked about that that taking a symbol and turning it into something else. T V land just took Dukes of Hazard off the air because of the Confederate flag on the General League. My son is devastated that he can't watch it on radio. Can't we all just watch T V together? <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. AM six sixteen the answer twenty one RL Altamont Springs, Orlando. A service of Salem Communications. Intelligent conservative AM six sixteen the answer. It's four o'clock. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. The July 4th holiday weekend underway with the sound of drums along the parade route in Washington, D.C. today. Events being held all across the country marking the nation's 239th birthday. For troops overseas, a bit of home being brought to them in the form of pizza. Retired Master Sergeant Mark Evans, the president of Pizza for Patriots, says his group's been sending pizzas to troops overseas for eight years. We have served over a million slices, over 150,000 pizzas. Evans says shipping pizza to troops in Afghanistan and Kuwait's a way of saying thank you for your service and sacrifice. Also at SRNNews.com, Greece go to the polls tomorrow with the future of their country in their hands. At issue is whether to reject the demands of international creditors or push for a compromise, which could essentially mean seeking new leaders. Lena Guerrero, as a tourist from Lebanon, says Greeks have to make up their own minds. They will be independent. They, they will not be oppressed by other countries. They will, be, they will have their independence. They can do what they want, and nobody will uh, uh, force them to do this or to do that. Prime Minister Cyprus has urged a no vote. In the weekly GOP address, Texas Republican Will Hurd says he wants those holding up the national defense bill to change their minds and pass it. I hope they'll reconsider because too much is at stake right now to let our differences get in the way of our work to protect freedom. President Obama, meanwhile, used his time to talk about what makes us America. We're of all races. We come from all places. We practice all faiths and believe in all sorts of different ideas. But our allegiance to this declaration, this idea, is the creed that binds us together. Nine people suffered minor burns during an accident at a fireworks show in Colorado Friday night when a fireworks shell failed to explode in the tube and rather than fire in the sky. This is SRN News. 
Arms Room Radio. We should change the name of the show from Arms Room Radio to Mike's Fun with Sounds. Mike's Fun with Sounds, that's it. It's one thing to talk the talk. Yeah, I gotta say, this is gonna be a procedural nightmare on the law enforcement side. These guys walk the walk. For the right price, anybody can have any. It shoots 6,000 rounds a minute, or as it works out, uh, $18,000. Yes, sir. Arms Room Radio is up next on AM 660, The Answer. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltech Weapons. 
live from the Keltec Studios. It's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Keltec Studios. Now here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Good break. Everybody have a good break? Get oh, some yeah. stretching in. Oh, yeah. little PT. Oh, yeah. Little, got a little uh, walking exercise in. Let me, let, me, uh, let me go around the room here. we gotta, we got to get some introductions done. Earl's doing the Zumba dance during the break is freaking me out, though, okay? It's, <laughs> it's impressive, not, though. It is I impressive. You love it, and you know I, it's it. It's not the Zumba dance. It's him blowing that ball up that, you know, <laughs> that he uses during it. That gets... I thought he had it under his shirt. I don't oh, know what that ball I'm, I'm just mesmerized by the dancing beard. Uh-huh, <laughs> that, is, uh-huh. that is good. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson uh, and Zumba dancing man, his name is Earl. <laughs> Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop. He plays that song. It's making me really uncomfortable. Really, <laughs> he zumbas to it. Well, Kevin, really everybody loves a good back rub. Uh, Zumba's like a boss. Sitting at my 10 o'clock position is the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back to Leo Ninja, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. And next to him is his samurai sidekick, Alec Weber Esquire. Mr. Alec Weber Esquire. Mr. I thought it was Mr. or Esquire. I didn't think you could I want it all. It's kind of like Colonel Potter, <laughs> sir. It's either Colonel or sir, Radar. Get it right, okay? Not both. I want it all. <laughs> greedy, isn't he? It's yeah. Selfish, selfish, selfish. Selfish, selfish, selfish. Also joining us in the room with us. And I, um, I don't really have the music for this, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna swag it, and we're gonna try, and we'll see where it goes. Oh boy, Deacon Paul. <laughs> yeah, this ought to be good. Yeah, this would be great. <laughs> 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 there we go. I can't <laughs> even believe you did that. Well, no, that's because he just said his son is very upset that he cannot watch the Dukes of Hazard on TV Land anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, he downloaded a lot from the iStore. Though, can't so can't they got... like yeah. digitize that out so that nobody sees that that's? Oh please! You know, well, yeah, why? Because it's because we're the it's United a... States of the offended. Scares that's people. what we are. Exactly. Exactly. Scared. <laughs> and then Secret Sean has also joined us. He's back with us here. <laughs> that, that, that was nicely done. That was Secret nicely Sean. done. <laughs> yeah. So we've got some, we've, we found some theme music. It's, okay. it's even a cool remix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, thanks for coming back. Thanks for, for coming back with us. Um, we, we had briefly touched about the Confederate flag. Um, Sean, I know you and I talked about this at, at length in the past. Mm-hmm. And before this issue it came up, um, I, I am from the North, originally from the North. I have no, I don't see the Confederate flag as a symbol of racism I don't see the Confederate flag as a in-your-face uh, in, in type thing. You see it, and, um, and we've had this conversation too, Sean. It, mm-hmm. It's a defeated battle flag. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's what it is. I yeah. would know no more as an, as an Army officer, as a, as a, as a veteran of combat. Uh, I no more want to see that flag than I want to see Kaiser Wilhelm's flag, than I want to see a Nazi flag, than I want to see uh, you know the, the North Vietnamese flag. Um, now, obviously, the Vietnam's together now, and they're our friends. But you understand what I'm saying. I'm, yep. It's a, it's a, 
you know, can we get to the point again where we see it? Um, you know, do we, we, do we let the English flag fly in our country? Yes, we also came to have a treaty with them, and they've become our, become as our best friends. But the Confederate flag was defeated. I mean, you, you surrendered. You're gone the same way we don't see the Japanese rising sun anymore. It was an unconditional surrender. Uh, thank you very much. I don't I don't want to see your flag. It offends me. Am I, am I wrong? Yeah. Well, that, I think that you're looking at it from a couple of perspectives. That, the military historian. Yes. And I, then I am a military historian. Thank you. The uh, I just gave you, Chris. Yes. The, thank you. Um, the individual, again, that sees things in evil and not evil. So right. you see some folks that'll... They'll look at a Confederate flag. They'll kind of do a, uh-oh, i got to get away from this guy. Yeah. This guy's going to kill me. Yeah. This guy's, guy's got a Confederate flag. He's wearing a hat. He's wearing a T-shirt. He's got right. it on his on his vehicle. Uh, he's going to kill me. i got to get away from him. Will that work? Some people. Some people. I, I, I wouldn't mind having something on my vehicle that would say, get away from me. <laughs> people I'm just not sure that that's going to be the thing I, that yeah. will accomplish it's usually it. usually the NRA sticker. I, no, that, that's, that, <laughs> I just get yelled at by moms for crazy stuff. Yeah, true. <laughs> Some and then some people just look at it and go like, okay, whatever. I don't know. This guy's just wearing his flag. Yeah, and, and listen to, to clarify, it, it's I don't I don't mind the flag. I understand what it means to other people, mm-hmm. but I think there's more than one meaning to it. Yeah. Um, I understand the the the, the heritage issue to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul, I don't think I've ever seen you wear a Confederate flag, and I'm not just, I'm not trying to judge by saying that. I'm just no, I I don't I have not worn it. Right. Uh, I'm not against it. Right. Uh, I had family that fought for the South. We, right. I'm sure they fought under that battle flag. Sure That's not actually yeah. the flag of the Confederates. Correct. But that is a battle flag that they had. Yes. Uh, I don't see it as a I, – I see that individuals have taken stuff and symbols and made them into evil things that they shouldn't be. Uh, so somebody took a part of my heritage and decided that they were going to do something bad under it, and now I can't have it because it's – part it, they, of what they did. And if I do keep it, then I'm a racist. Uh, and I, I think that some people, I, I can get the both sides of it. I understand it. I see it. Right. But uh, And if it offends somebody, I can understand not wanting to do that. But at the same time, I think everything offends somebody at some point. So where do we stop? Paint everything gray. Yeah, yeah. Paint everything gray. Paint everything gray. Then you're in the Navy. Um, <laughs> um, well, no, that's if it moves, saluted. If it doesn't, paint it. That's it, exactly. Um, well, Sean was pointing out the fact that the the symbol that the, the Nazi salute, mm-hmm. arm stretched out, you know, Goes forty-five away. degree angle. Yeah, that's nothing that the Nazis created. No, that's it. it goes it, way back, and it, it also goes back to meetings that were you know held in other countries and how they were recognized. I mean, it's not a they don't own it. No. Was a Roman legionnaire salute. But when you see it, and you see people do it, it brings up what recent history, recent movies, you know, different movies that have come on, and that's what you see it, and that's what people associate it with. So, responsibility, accountability, whatever. I mean, we could talk about that all day long. But you can take any symbol and turn it into yep. a symbol for hate. Well, yep. again, and let's go. Let's go there. Um, if the Confederate flag means nothing to you, either way, it means nothing. You know, you're, you're, nobody fought for it. Nobody, uh, you know, you have no love for it. And you don't understand what we're talking about. Let's talk about um, Washington Redskins fans or Chicago Blackhawks fans <laughs> that have that have grown up with these sports teams for their entire lives, and now all of a sudden been told that their their sports teams are racist logos, and they've got to go. Yet yet they 
the sports teams and everybody else will go and interview the local Indian chiefs and tribes and not that we didn't you know pretty much massacre all of them a hundred years ago but we did but they'll talk to the current leaders and they'll say mm, we're okay with it we wish they'd win more but yeah yeah, okay <laughs> yeah. well the hawks just won it all yeah yeah, yeah. yeah they just won the, the victory so redskins on the other hand you yeah, know yeah. yeah there we go there we go so uh but that's it take take imagine no you know learning that you're uh you're you're florida gators well the gators are now they're they're, it's a protected uh, it's, species, it's a protected and, you species sh- and you shouldn't be uh, you shouldn't be exploiting them like that. You know, that that's what it almost feels like they're doing with the Confederate flag, from from where I sit. Certified counts for all the gators. Yeah, Good yeah. All cut. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. We'll talk to you again when we get back from the break. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in a carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons.
listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. There they are. Good-looking crowd, Earl. I don't know how you do it every week, handing out them passes, checking them out. I, did I see you out there saying it was it was guys over twenty-one, but ladies over eighteen? Did I hear Did I hear you telling the crowd that? Hey, hey, hey don't be giving away my secrets. Okay, I just I, I mean because I know the crowd gets long and you have to start separating them out out there. So I'll spread them out the way I want. There, hey, this is, you, you're the boss. Exactly, you're the boss. Uh, hey, on the flag, we're talking about the Confederate flags, guy. You've got a comment for us? Hello. Guy, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you now. What, what, uh, what do you what, what's your what do you got there for me, guy? Um, it's very disappointing to hear you say what you said about the different flags and comparing the Confederate flag to the, uh, the Rising Sun or the Nazi flag or any of those other battle flags. Uh, you seem like a reasonably intelligent individual, and for you to deny the history that those are foreign flags, which were foreign aggressors against this nation, and the battle flag of the Confederacy was American. Okay. As the Northerners were Americans <laughs> fighting for what they believed in, Americans on American soil, and to compare them to foreign inv- foreign aggressors is sad to me. Now, guy, let me. I'm going to leave you on the line here with me, okay? Now, this is just stay with me. Let me let me go back through this again, uh, so I can I can walk you through it from from a military history standpoint. Um, it has nothing to do with respect. Do I respect the Confederate soldiers? 100%. Anybody that is willing to stand up for what they want and to fight for it, uh, you know, gets gets my respect. Um, they fought their they fought their battles and they fought in a, in a, in a military tradition that was of the highest honor. Um, that's the same way I would feel about the, the the Wehrmacht or the German army, the principal German army, not the SS, not Hitler's uh, you know execution forces that went out and, and and committed genocide. Those that fought in a dignified military manner get my respect. It doesn't matter if it was the Confederate soldiers or, or the German soldiers. Just to give you that example, the. From a military standpoint, from a legal standpoint, I've got the lawyers sitting in the room here with me. With me, you heard us say it before when the when the Declaration of Independence was published, we became treasonous. We became the enemy of the the British. When the Confederate States, because they were no longer the United States, the Confederate States declared their separation from the United States, they were no longer citizens of the United States of America. They may have been Americans, but they were Americans the same as anybody else on the American continent can call themselves Americans. They were no longer part of the federal government of the North. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying the people that lived in Georgia, South Carolina, Mississippi were not my my brother soldiers and did not fight with honor. That's not what I'm saying. So I, I, and I'm, and I'm just trying to give to you this from the history standpoint, and I'm really not trying to offend. I hope, I hope, is that a little more clear? Um, no, that part's clear, but the parallel of flying a Nazi flag or a rising sun flag over a United States soil does not equate to flying Confederate flag. Uh, 
those Confederate states and that flag are historically on their own turf. Yes, I understand your your basis for saying they are defeated, and as defeated, then they were taken back, but they were taken back into the fold at the end of the war. They were repatriated. But, Guy, you must keep in mind that when they were repatriated, each and every Confederate soldier had to re-swear an oath of allegiance to the United States of America and to that flag. They had to disavow their allegiance to the Confederacy and to the Confederate flags. Absolutely. But we no longer, I mean, in today's world, we no longer have... Uh, we no longer say the Pledge of Allegiance as a regular basis in schools or anywhere else. I mean, well, to that... equate the two is a, is a stretch to me. Yes, I, to to equate the Confederate battle flag with hate, racism, and to say that it was the preemptor of this wackadoo shooting people is to me just not something that I can draw any kind of logical conclusion to. To take the Dukes of Hazard off the air because some hate mongers want to attribute something to a flag that has no basis in fact is to me more offensive than the flag being left alone. Now, guy, we we agree with you there. I don't think we have any disagreement there whatsoever. We, we think it's reactionary. Clearly, the, I, I mean, I see no link to. To, to racism, I see no I see no link to the to the hatred. Uh, clearly, it's a it's a it's a sign of heritage for for those that have their 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 forefathers or you know lived or, or participated uh, um, amongst the Confederates Confederacy. I, I I don't see the tie at all. I think it's ridiculous that people want to see, you know, the, the Dukes of Hazards gone because of it. Um, Sean and I were discussing yeah. during the break that if you had walked in to. Uh, any other religious facility, a synagogue, uh, any form of temple, right. all right, with an American flag as your motivator, you would not see the the government of this country saying, okay, you know what, we're not going to have American flags anymore because this guy decided to go shoot up something, you know, anything other than just a Baptist church. I mean, if he'd walked into a Baptist church and said, you know what, Baptist churches are against my religious beliefs under what I believe is the United States' doctrine. No, there's going to be a separation of church and state. So I shot this church up because I'm an American. Nobody would have gone, hey, uh, you know, no uh, no American flags anymore. Yeah, not at all. I think it, it added fuel, fuel to the... The fire of folks out there who have maybe for a while wanted it, or they don't have enough of an argument to make an argument, and this makes their argument a little bit stronger. But it'll, it'll fade away like everything else. Does, it, so. It's it, we have to do something. Yeah. What's something we can do? Whether can, it you know it, the difference between motion and progress. Yeah. We need some motion. We can't make any progress. What can we blame? We need to blame something because they'll not talk about just the fact that he's got mental illness. He has no education. Uh, he has no proper upbringing. Let's not talk about those things because those are things we could have done something about yep. if we'd have paid any attention at all when he was a child. Let's not talk about those. Let's talk about what we can blame right now, and let's see how much mileage we can get out of it for our own personal agendas. Let's turn this into 
profit for ourselves. Hey, what don't we like? Yeah, the Confederate flag. All right, awesome. Earl, you said this earlier. We, you know, we're, we're blaming everything except the guy that pulled the trigger. Exactly. Let me see if I can try and find this really. Quickly. You know, this 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 is a guy that uh, was again clearly insane, clearly clearly ridiculous. And 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 guy, thank you for the call. Uh, by the way, thank you for listening. Um, you know, now we're da- I, and I, and I, I'm still having a problem with the link. This guy was a racist who at one point had a picture of him taken with the the Confederate flag. He kills nine innocent people in a church, yet we need to take the Confederate flag down from the state capitol because it's a symbol of racism. Uh, what? How do we yeah. get there? Yeah. How do we get there that the, quick? Oswald shot from a library storage facility. We didn't ban library books. Look, but yeah, but he's go. right there next you. to a library book when he did it. Yep. He may have used a library book to hold the rifle. Go ahead, Earl. Yes, uh, it was a picture. It's uh, the guy's uh, mug shot. It says, I just killed nine people, and nobody blames me. They blame guns, racism, parents, education, Facebook even, background checks, concealed carry, prescriptions. Yeah, this all all of that is being blamed versus you know over his personal actions. Yep, he is the one to blame. Well, yeah, I, society today does not want to take any blame for anything. Nobody's guilty of anything. It's always somebody else's fault. It's called responsibility. You teach that when the kids are young so that they can be responsible individuals and have respect for other people. You're not going to teach them that at 21 years of age. You're going to lock them up. You know, it's something that I do find to be um, maybe the the only you know bright shining light at the end of all of this is the way the people of Charleston and the way the people of South Carolina have responded. They have, uh, and I'm sure where any yeah, deaths occur, very predictable. You know, they 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 the community has come together. They have um, they they have done all the fundraising. They're doing the mass funerals. They're doing you know the, the, excuse me the mass attendance at the funerals. Um, there's been there's been no rioting. There's there's been no uh, Retaliation. It's been the 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 town, the county, and the state uh, coming together to to better themselves. You know, they they had a hundred thousand people gather on the bridge there outside of Charleston to in in, in, in support of peace, in support of don't do anything. But this doesn't require retaliation. It's pretty much what's going to happen when you attack a church. I mean, you go into the place where, of all places on the planet, you can pretty much count on forgiveness. Again, go attack somewhere where there's no measure of forgiveness yeah. and see how you see how it goes for you. True. Yeah, that guy walked into a biker bar. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, yeah, it which, might have been a different cir- circumstance. Which yeah. one of you ladies drives the Harley Davidson? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he'd have got a different response. Yeah. Um, Sounds like the beginning of a bad joke. A racist walks into a biker bar. Oh, Alec, none of us have gone there. (laughs) All of a sudden, Alec pulls out the racist joke. Uh, You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Most of us will be here when we get back. We don't know about Alec. Was that dumped? (laughs) You're fired. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrup. 
With the deadline of Tuesday approaching, world powers in Iran have reportedly made significant progress on one of the toughest issues of the negotiations over Tehran's nuclear program. Diplomats say technical experts from both sides have drawn up a draft document on the pace and timing of sanctions relief for the country. Tunisia's president, his country says his country will collapse if extremist attacks continue, so he's declared a state of emergency. Iraqi police say bombings have killed 15 people in and around Baghdad today. The deadliest attack occurred when a car bomb exploded on a commercial street in a western neighborhood. Florida wildlife officials say a five-year-old girl has died after a sturgeon leaped from the Suwannee River and struck her as she was riding in a boat. The girl's mother and nine-year-old brother were also injured and taken to a local hospital. This is SRN News. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Um. 
You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Sergeant Dyson K. Gariaga died July 5, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Gariaga, 20, of Honolulu, was assigned to the 229th Military Intelligence Company, 29th Separate Infantry Brigade, Hawaii Army National Guard, Oahu, Hawaii. He was killed when the Humvee in which he was riding struck a landmine in the Hamadi province of Iraq. The patrol was returning to logistical support area Anaconda. Gariaga, an avid surfer known as Dice to his platoon mates, was the first Hawaii citizen soldier to die in combat since the Vietnam War. He was a member of a task force that collected intelligence in the area and was described by his company commander as a superb soldier. He always excelled in every mission that was asked of him, said Captain Michael Desmond. Gurriaga, who was promoted posthumously, had been a member of the Army National Guard for three years. He was a graduate of Roosevelt High School and would have turned 21 on July 28, 2005. He is survived by his mother and older brother. Thank you, Army Sergeant Dyson K. Gurriaga. You are not forgotten. like to get a hold of Max Law Orlando, there's a couple of ways you can do it. You can give us a call at the office, 407-480-2179. You can reach us on our website, maxlaworlando.com. You can reach us on Facebook, facebook.com slash downtownattorneys. Or you can reach us on Twitter, at Max Law Orlando. Thank you, Alec. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. Now you're fired. <laughs> Sweet, my Saturday has just opened. Gentlemen, uh, I want to go around the room one last time, get some comments on this, and we're going to do some, uh, get a couple, one, just one or two other little topics to hit up. And, um, but, uh, but, uh, and of course, you gentlemen, I want you to remain here with us, you know, during the show. But I want to get some, some final feelings. Let me go around to, to, to regular cast first. Uh, um, Alec, anything else we've missed? Anything else that from from your side, from the legal side of the house, from from sitting on from sitting behind the law desk all day long? Anything you could, you could think of you want to add to this? Uh, my only thoughts that I don't know if we've quite covered is it, it's going to be interesting the dichotomy between the two sides. You know, some are actually going to be more aware now and are actually going to want to bring firearms to church, and then others are going to be scared even more so, saying no, 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 guns are bad. So it's. The, the different mindsets are interesting, especially in this type of tragedy, how some can navigate away from firearms even further, saying that they're they're evil and we don't want them in church. Yeah, I think, um, and I'll steal it from um, the, the comedian Ron White, when he talked about the threat levels for terrorism, you know, with, with all the, with, with, with all of the, um, the colors and numbers and mm-hmm. everything that we have, Ron White said he, he prefers uh, a, a two-step system. Step number one is get a helmet. <laughs> Step number two is put the helmet on. Right. I think at least for churchgoers at this point, it's it's time to maybe get a helmet. Get a helmet. Yeah. A helmet. yeah. Or at least exactly. make sure to see if somebody exactly. else has got a helmet. But some are just going to be so scared because of a firearm came into church, but they're going to keep going to church without their helmet. Well, then, then and again, then evil wins. Paul, help me here. Then I'm right. If if we if he scared people away from church, evil's won. Right. 
definitely. If uh, if he's not, I don't. I would pray that you wouldn't be scared to go to church because of that. Uh, I would also know that there are going to be those that are going to stand up and go, hey, I'm not going to just be a, a victim on this. I'm going to prepare. I'm going to guard myself. And in guarding myself, I'll be there to guard you also. Uh, that's what we're there for. Uh, there are individuals that don't have the capacity to carry, and I understand that. And I wouldn't expect them to, hey, I, I, I'm scared enough where I, I'm going to put myself in harm way carrying just because – of this individual that did this crazy stuff. So I feel comfortable carrying. I don't mind doing that. So if you don't feel comfortable carrying, don't carry. I'm not telling you to go get a weapon to, or a tool to do that. Uh, that's not what we're after. But uh, this individual himself, he, he definitely had a hate all the way around. It wasn't just, he didn't know where to direct his hate. He hated so many different things. It, this is just where it, the hate came out. Excellent point. A shepherd and a sheeple. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Earl, what do you think? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for I am the most heavily armed person in the valley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that's a good question. Deacon Paul, what do you carry as your preferred firearm for church attendance? Church attendance? Glock 43. Uh, Secret Sean, what do you carry as your preferred firearm for church attendance? You're assuming I go to church on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hypothetical question. I thought he was our spokesperson. Nice. And there's a guy good for the handoff. You've known him a long time. <laughs> you know, his name is not Secret Sean, so he could tell you his secrets, all right? He keeps them secret. <laughs> if I were to start carrying, after I started going to church regularly, I'd probably carry a Glock 42. More of a low profile kind of Sean looks better in them slimming suits you know he's a he's yeah. a marathon runner and all that nonsense now <laughs> we used to run together by the way did you guys see it can you with a cameraman on the bike he must have kept running he did. So when, he kept when running. did you stop <laughs> he kept running I stopped the good humor truck ran out of gas. He kept going. He stopped. I guess. That's pretty much what happened. 180 pounds of radio steel and sex appeal. Hey, this it's is hard. when Kevin was carrying the ball and cap gun, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Kevin was carrying the ball and cap gun. Yeah, you, you, okay, okay. I will take that from him, but not from you. Because he knows what I carry. Okay? I'm trying to find one to replace it because I got rid of that thing a long time ago. It was a 31 caliber five-shot cap and ball revolver. And it was quite effective. Except that you can't leave a firearm like that in your car in central Alabama in the summertime if you've used a grease to, to seal it, because then you end up with a puddle. Mm -hmm. Right. So you, you <laughs> finally made the step up to metallic cartridges? I did. Well, I did. he went to the Glock 7 first with the ceramic. <laughs> you know. Do you know how hard it is to find caseless ammo for that thing? Yes. So that there's no send glass me on the ground? Especially those did ice you try bullets send me in Florida? Com. Yeah, you know what? I didn't try them for caseless ammo. <laughs> Sean, any last thoughts? Uh, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. Is this? But a, he's putting you on the spot. Is it? It's. Uh, I think we've beat it up enough. I. I it, it, is this a race issue? I don't think it's a race issue. I think it's um, a uh, an evolution. In in a sense, you know, some folks are going to have to accept that it's getting that bad out there. Um, I believe I, if I had to put money on it, I'd say more people in. Church is similar to the the one in Charleston. Are going to become more resilient in their prayer, um, but yeah, from a 
I mean, you're looking at it from an evil standpoint. Some folks are not going to cross that line, and they're going to say gun on the table is just as evil as a gun in somebody's hand. Some people are just not going to get there. And I think there are a few people are going to change. I think a few people are going to change their minds, but we won't know until the news story says, hey, guy walks into a church, pulls out a gun, guy goes out on a stretcher. Nobody else dies. It used to be a, a, a rumor about a particular religion, very popular out west, uh, late 1800s, where they had a group called the Sword of Gideon. And that group was responsible for the security of the church uh, and the church senior members. It won't surprise me to find Wednesday evening prayer meetings where a few fellows will sit down and have a very private conversation about the fact that we need to take steps to protect the rest of our congregation when they're here. And you're going to start seeing one or two folks that aren't always there on Wednesday nights, but now they start showing up. Mm-hmm. And they, maybe they don't participate quite as much as everyone else because they're busy with their head on a swivel watching the doors. Yeah, I think it's completely plausible. I, I want to bring it back around and maybe, Paul, you and I can help close it out for this segment. Um, don't be afraid to go to church. Uh, this is... Church is about wisdom. Church is about knowledge uh, and getting that from God. Um, but it's also the man there. You're at your church, and, and, and you've seen that there's there's danger out there. There's evil out there. Um, well, well, Mike, there's a, there's evil everywhere. Correct. There's a, I mean, so for me not to go to church, if you're not committed to going to church, then you're not going to – this scares you away from going to church, and that's your commitment to God. It's not whether – Bad things are going to happen there or not. People drive down the road all the time and get in accidents, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to get in my car today from here and drive back home. I'm still going to do it. So it's it's a decision that you've got to make on your commitment level. Uh, if you're not, if this, people find excuses all the time not to go. So if if that's what they're looking for, then this might be their excuse. But it's not an excuse to say God didn't protect those individuals. Maybe somebody wants to know more about God because of what happened there. Maybe their life showed something. That's what I would see. Hopefully, something good definitely will come out of it, uh, out of the evil thing that has happened. And that's what we're all praying for. Uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you on the other side of the break. want to accessorize your tactical rifle then you want the tactical excellence of gun tech usa gun tech a family owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for ar-15 ar-10 and ak-47 style rifles for nearly three decades gun tech usa has been producing the finest quality pistol grips rail systems scope mounts slings compensators flash hiders hand guards iron sights and more check online at guntechusa.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done when customizing your tactical rifle insist on tactical excellence insist on gun tech usa parts gun tech a proud supporter of the second amendment and friends of arms room radio check them out online today at guntechusa.com that's g-u-n-t-e-c-u-s-a.com gun tech usa defining tactical excellence for over 26 years 
Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% set off. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Good show. Getting ready to wrap it up. We've got some comments. Want to get out. Uh, appreciate uh, gentlemen sitting in. Thank you very much for being here. Deacon Paul, thank you very much. Secret Sean. Um, yes, thank you for coming in today. Thanks for having us. It was it was, it was was a joy. It was a pleasure. Um, Glad to be here. Oh, no, there was some secret whispering there. <laughs> most importantly, gentlemen, thank you for spending part of your Independence Day celebration with our with us and our listeners. Yes, thank you very much. I was recently in New York. Kevin, you and I were speaking about this. Um, uh, I, I went to, well, when the girls wanted to go to the beach or whatever, and I told them, you know, it's not a Florida beach. It's a New York beach. So, <laughs> it's kind of a different kind of place. Uh, it's, uh, Watch out for the needles. Yeah, you're yeah. going to go there. You're going to see a lot of seaweed. And it's, I know it's 100 degrees out, but the water's still like 58 degrees. So um, have fun. And uh, I went up to Setauket, you know, you know 20 minutes away. Uh, I lived probably... You know, half hour from this place for many, many years, and never realized it was a American Revolutionary War battle site uh, in in Setauket, Long Island. Uh, the Battle of Long Island, excuse me, the Battle of Setauket, Long Island, was on August twenty second, nineteen seventy seven. Uh, 
Nin- really? 1977? Really? Mike, did I say 19? Yes, yes. you did. <laughs> well, let, me, let me go rewind. Yeah. Nick, hit the man, rewind. Man, they really, really, really <laughs> held out go. a long time. Yeah. yeah. And go. The Battle of Setauket was equal August 22nd, 1777. Okay, there we uh, go. Failed attack during the American Revolutionary War on a fortified loyalist outpost in Setauket, Long Island, by a force of Continental Army troops from Connecticut under the command of Brigadier, Brigadier General Samuel Holden Parsons. Now, you know, living down south here, I will will, will always go to, uh, when I see an old church cemetery, I just like to go there and look at the old Civil War uh, soldiers' uh, headstones. I like to, you know, like, just being a student of history, try and see back how far you could you could find a, a headstone. And it's it's hard because it seems like 100 years ago they they used uh, uh, um, you know wood. Ro- well yeah wood <laughs> or or salt you know salt stone <laughs> to uh, to make headstones out of so every time the rain comes you, you yeah. washes a little you, more of it away exactly very hard to very hard to determine um, in the so talk it now if for those of you that have seen the TV show I think it's on AMC the Washington's turn or Washington's turn turn, turn yeah. to Washington, Washington, Washington yeah, spies, spies. yes yeah. yeah. um, that that was the first hit for me of wow there's a there's a battle site you know a half hour from where I grew up and I've never been there so I went there and the two churches are still there they've been standing there since uh, you know since in fact, 1777 one was there prior to 1777 <laughs> uh, was built in 1729 uh, and they were the two churches the Protestant and the Catholic Church right across the street from each other so it made wonderful. Uh, Wonderful backdrops for the uh, English and, and the Loyalists, the Tories and the Loyalists. And the cemetery had every facet of tombstone from from that day and from before, from the 1600s, from the 1700s, through that battle. Names on the tombstones that you've seen on the television show, there were the Talmages, the Parsons, there, there were they were all there. The, the the families were there. The and and what struck me as I stood between these two churches on, uh, they've got fr- uh, freedom freedom rock there, the big rock, big field, about about two football fields worth of green between these two churches. The churches actually diagonal corner up to each other, so you could walk to from touch one church ground cemetery to the other church's ground cemetery is probably. You know, the, the diagonal of an intersection, 20 yards apart. Yeah. And then between the two of them, off of sitting on that diagonal, is where this field is, where the battle took place. Where in turn, you saw them move the headstones to use them as covering fire for the for the troops coming from the shore. The, and, and it struck me while I was standing there in New York on where a revolutionary war battle was fought. Eh, maybe a... Battles too harsh, maybe skirmish, mm-hmm. uh, maybe confrontation, but it is it is titled. You no, know, to the guys getting shot at, it's all the yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it, it it hit me that um, I was unarmed while I was standing there because well, I was in New York. Well, I was. Listen, I had as many, as many blades on me as Edward Scissorhands, but I did not have a <laughs> firearm. Okay. Um, I could not have a firearm while I was there. It's a good thing you've taken my ninja training. Yes, I, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Um, who's going to hurt you at a cemetery? Well, <laughs> who's going to hurt you at church? It wasn't the cemetery, and it wasn't the church I was worried about. It was the, I'm going to steal uh, uh, Alex's word. It was the dichotomy of uh, being 
on a revolutionary battlefield where the war started on April 19th, 1775, when they t- attempted to take firearms from the American colonists in Lexington and Concord, that a, a battle that was two years after that, right in the height of the American Revolutionary War, I was not allowed to have a firearm anymore. So we, we had the war because they tried to take our firearms, and now you could stand here and look at the look at the battle site without your firearm. Which without your firearm. So that that just struck me as irony. Yeah, uh, irony. I was I was I was awestruck by it. Um, but uh, Sean and I, uh, we've actually been on a few uh, um, staff rides, mm-hmm. gone to some battle sites, been to uh, the Andersonville, mm-hmm. the uh, Civil War cemetery in Georgia, Andersonville, Georgia, where many uh, Civil War no- Northern soldiers died. Many, many. Um, I'm sure they, the same existed in the north of the Civil War soldiers dying. But this was the kind of place where it, it just, the same feel. That eerie feeling of something happened here. You know, you got down on your knee, you, you could stick your hand in the dirt, and you could smell the gunpowder in the air. Mm-hmm. But but now somebody was there to tell me, you, 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 can't, you can't have a gun. It's not. Not allowed. Not allowed. Yep. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't have it here. So that uh, that struck me. That that's that struck me, and I, and I wanted to, to share that with you. That uh, con- continue your fight, continue your your presence, continue your support of the Second Amendment, support the Second Amendment Foundation, support Florida Carry, support Georgia Carry, su- support wherever you are, your 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 homegrown organization, whether it be your local, your state, or a federal, or excuse me, a nationwide organization like said Second Amendment Foundation, to stand up for your Second Amendment rights. Because just the just the, I, it was overwhelming. The feeling I can't tell you I, enough. I wish I was a poet at this point. The overwhelming feeling of being on that battle site, knowing that my soldier brothers from 240 years ago fought there, but I was not allowed to have that firearm for the reason that they fought there. Yeah. So it it it, it kind of they hit. gave up their lives. To give you the right that your legislature has now taken away from you. Yeah, luckily we, uh, where we're sitting all right now in the studio, we we have that that right of firearms. We have a we have a, a good a good set of laws here in our state. But there's many out there that are listening to us. We know we have our our good friends in New York, and we know we have our good friends in New Jersey that are sitting behind the anti-gun lines that are sitting up there with the uh, crazy moms demand everything. Uh, trying to take their firearm rights. Uh, what's going on in Washington State with our friends fighting I-594 with it's just California? I don't have to. No more example other than California. You know, this was this was the Wild West. This is where you went. You went out west to find your fortune and make yourself with manifest destiny in the United States. And now, bam, you can't have a gun. I shouldn't even say bam. I could probably get in trouble for saying bam in California. You scared you can't me. Even make a, you can't even hold your hand in the shape of a gun in California. If you, you say the word gun in California, they'll throw you out of school. You can't hold a map of Florida in California because it looks too much <laughs> like, like a, a gun. gun. Yeah, so. they, don't, they don't call it the gunshine state for nothing. Uh, That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it, it was horrible. So, so I, I just wanted to say that. And, 
but thank you to people to talk it. They have a little tour set up. You could dial it on your phone, hit certain numbers. It, 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 it's like a walking tour through the town that that you can uh, you can participate in. How do uh, they know how fast I walk? It was a very slow recording. Yeah, yeah. it'd have to be. <laughs> not for joggers. No, 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 definitely not for. Well, not for you. Not for marathon runners. <laughs> You're the only either. person I've seen in here that could out push up me. That was impressive. My lower That's limbs. A little something we do on break. I, I can't yep. do that, but but upper body, I'm fine. It's just I can't walk. Got to stay in shape. Got to stay fit. What's rule number one? Cardio. Cardio. Rule number what? two. Double, double tap. Uh, well, guess what? No cardio, but I carry a large magazine. <laughs> I cannot run away from the zombies anymore unless I can get my go kart started. You know, it's promises that large magazine I think was good housekeeping. And he was on the way to the bathroom. With it. Yeah, you just had to do that. Those are tents. Didn't call it a clip. Thick, yeah. Didn't call it a clip. Well, that's I, one of those. Well, once gonna, you use the clip, you know you can't use it anymore. I'm going to give you a clip. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He's talking about that lady that that said, "Hey." Uh, they're like cigarette packs. Once they're empty, you can't Once use them. Empty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me give you something more from the Declaration of Independence before we say goodbye to you. These words I thought were very powerful also. Prudence indeed will dictate that government's long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. On a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for the, their future security. Remember that, New York. Exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. We'll see you next week. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Independence Day. AM 660, The Answer, WORL, Altamont Springs, Orlando, 105.5 W280CJOVL, AM 660.